Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Trails Radio Show. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> today, my special guest is actor Mr. Conrad Bachman. Thank you, and join us in a minute. Okay, my first question to you is, how did your career begin? How did you get started becoming an actor? Well, that really does go back a long, long way. Uh, it's a long, long story. But to <clears throat> be brief about it, um, well, first of all, I want to ask you a question about your your radio audience and you know, where where you play this and uh, how, how big is your audience and and uh, what happens with this interview? Where, where does it go? Oh, okay. Well, uh, my radio show streams, so it's on iTunes, uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Pandora Radio. It, so it streams all over. You know, wherever you can find podcasts and radio shows and stuff. Oh, uh, so it's very so it's very public then. Yeah, and uh, I can send you a link w- once we finish talking and I upload and edit everything. I can send you a link so you can listen to the to the interview. That'd be that'd be great. Okay. All right, I appreciate that. Uh, how did it start? Well, years ago, my mother was a singer. And my father had a band. And my mother loved musicals, and so she was always going to musicals. Uh, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, Mm -hmm. and she was always going to movies with musicals and taking me with her her as a kid. And I loved the musicals myself, and uh, I uh, loved the dancing in it. And so I used to come home, and I would go out in the garage, and I would just, like, tap around, you know, just kind of play like I was tap dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my then my father got me a big sheet of plywood, my mom got me some tap shoes, and uh, I'd go out in the garage and put on some music, and I would just tap. Uh, it was just a natural thing that uh, came to me, and, uh, and then when I was in high school, my freshman year in high school, uh, we went to a movie called Good News. Mm-hmm which was starring uh, Peter Lawford and June Allison. These are names that probably no one of your age or anybody will remember. But anyway, I was so impressed by it that uh, we came out of that film and I told my mother, I said, I know exactly what I want to do. And she said, what? I said, I want to be a dancer. And uh, without hesitation, she went straight to a phone booth Looked up a dance school called Irma Flannery School of Dance, and it was on the second floor of the National Theater Building in Louisville, Kentucky, and I started studying tap. And I became a tap dancer, and I became a song and dance man, and uh, started doing shows around Louisville, started doing summer stock, started working out at the Iroquois Amphitheater, doing musicals, and uh, then went into the service, and... Um, Ended up in special services, which was the entertainment branch of the Air Force. And every year they would have a talent contest, uh, and I would win my category. And then they took the top winners and put them together at a show called Tops in Blue. And we traveled all over the world doing shows. And then I was stationed over, uh, they took a group of us split us up and they sent one half of us to Okinawa and the other half to Europe and I went to Okinawa and uh, we did another show there a private show called uh, 
Sky High was the name of our touring group. Mm -hmm. And we toured all over the Far East doing shows uh, for entertainment for the troops, uh, hospital shows, uh, NCO shows, airmen shows, that sort of thing, uh, boosting morale for the troops. That was during the Korean War. Wow. Uh, I came out of the service and uh, had an opportunity, went back to school. I was going to University of Kentucky, and someone who had seen me called me and um, brought me out to California, brought me out under contract to a studio. And uh, one thing led to the next, and I ended up not dancing anymore because musicals were dying, and I, I became an actor. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, it was just you know, one show after another. Uh, I've had uh, four series. I've had uh, one was uh, West Wing. I was the secretary treasurer on West Wing. Mm -hmm. I was the the captain on uh, God. What was it? Uh, um, my mind is I can't remember now. Uh, pirate? No, not pirates. Anyway, it'll pop in my head. And then the other one was. Uh, with Fred Dreyer on uh, Hunter. I was Commander Stone on Hunter. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've made, I don't know how many series and how many television shows, and probably around 25 films, all the way back to uh, early films, uh, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. <laughs> all the way up, all the way up to uh, rules of engagement, and the one that everybody knows me mostly for, and that I get trapped for is uh, Tremors, where I'm Doctor Jim, and I'm the guy that gets eaten by the giant worm and sucked underground. <laughs> so you've been all over. <laughs> you've done that. yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done I don't know how many, probably at least a couple of hundred commercials. Um, you know, so, I mean, I've been very fortunate. I've made a living in the business uh, since I came out here in 57, and uh, and I'm still working. I just finished two films, uh, and I have another one coming up that I'm getting ready to do. So uh, now, though, I just kind of pick and choose, but it's been fun. It's been great. I mean, it's been awesome. I mean, I've been very fortunate, and I think God has just reached down and tapped me on the shoulder and said, I want to make sure that you can pay your rent. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this business, this industry is great to be in as long as you enjoy it and uh, are happy doing what you love to do, performance, uh, et cetera. I do. I love it. Uh, I've always enjoyed it. It's given me plenty of free time with my kids. I uh, three boys and a girl, and we've been able to uh, do a lot of things together, play together, and... and uh, do a lot of um, running around at museums and vacations and being able to spend time with my kids as opposed to, you know, working eight to five and uh, just having two weeks a year to vacation to go someplace. So I've been, I've been really blessed. I've been very fortunate. Uh, I'm not a well-known actor. I'm not somebody that uh, everybody screams and hollers and says, I need your autograph, but I never wanted that. <laughs> I, I just wanted to be a working actor and that's what I've done. Absolutely. But I started out as a song and dance man. Absolutely. Well, it all starts somewhere, and it leads to other great things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I even did two minstrel shows before they shut those down. <laughs> you know, um, I don't talk about those a whole lot, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did those with a guy named Rex Van and the two black crows. Mm-hmm. 
the first line I had going across stage was I was I went across stage with the letter in my hand. He says, "Where are you going with that letter?" I said, "I'm taking my case to a higher court." That was my first line. <laughs> that was it. Anyway, they shut those down years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> my next question is. What do you find is the most challenging part or the most difficult part for you being in the industry? Uh, I guess the anticipation of getting the job. I mean, you go on these interviews and uh, especially in the commercial area where you go in there and you'll, you know, I live in, in about 45 minutes away from any interview. And you drive there and there's heavy traffic that's here in Los Angeles and you're, you're in there for about 30 seconds to a minute to do to audition and you don't know if you got it or not. And then you sit that traffic coming back home again and you just hope that you got it. The other thing is uh, it's changed so much now from what it used to be like. I mean, my agent that I had years ago who's now passed away, God bless him, Herman Zimmerman, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. He always came always came to the set, always visited me, always wanted to go to the to do. Was I okay? You don't have that kind of personalization anymore unless you're a big star. But uh, it's the audition process. I mean, you know, you're either right or you're not right. You never know if you're going to get the job. I mean, I can remember reading for a job and then not go walking out going, well, I blew that one. And when I got home, my wife said, congratulations, they called you, you got hired. So you never know how it's going to go. I mean, you do your best, you plant your feet. Like Jimmy Cagney said, just plant your feet, look the guy in the eye and tell the truth. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and when you go in for audition, if you don't get it, don't take rejection personally. And I think a lot oh, of no. actors... No, 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 you can never, and I tell young actors today, never, ever take it personally because it's not personal. It's not you that's being rejected. It's the character that's mm-hmm. being rejected because they just don't see the character in you. Mm-hmm. And that's who's being rejected, not you. Uh, and also, this business is hill and dale. You know, that when you're <laughs> in the valley, there's always a hill ahead. And when you're on top of the hill, you just hope that it's a longer plateau. Absolutely. Yeah, casting directors already know what they want in, for a character as soon as that actor walks in to the building. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have that person in mind when you walk in. If you're close and you can read well, you've got it. If you're not close at all, even if you read well, you're not going to get it. Absolutely. You know, and you just, it's a, it's a roll of the dice business. It's a tough business. Uh, I feel sorry for these kids today because it's changed so much today. Today, I mean, you know, when I would go to auditions at the studios, uh, you would meet the casting directors and you'd read for them and then they got to know you and many times they would just call you up and hire you. I mean, I used to just get calls and say, you know, you're on, you're working on such and such on next week and, you know, my agent would call me and I didn't even have to read because the casting directors already knew my work and I would just get hired. But today, these kids today have to do their own videography. They have to take them, you know, take a, a film of themselves and then submit it somewhere on some kind of an electronic, whatever you call those things, um, and hope that somebody's going to look at it and like it. There's no guidance on the audition. I mean, in the old days, when you'd go in and audition, they would have you do it maybe two or three different ways and try it, you know, a couple of times. Well, today, the way you do it, you do a video and you send it in. I mean, that's it. No, no changing. That's tough. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the industry process has changed these days, especially with the internet now. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've been blessed to be in this industry for six years. I started when I was 13. I'm 19 now. I've done theater, voiceover work, and I do the radio Mm -hmm. show. And uh, I enjoy it very much. It's been fun for me. Mm -hmm. And where do you live? I live in Mississippi. Mississippi. I'm a southerner. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm close to that being a Kentuckian. I'm trying to think of who I knew, who I was in the service with that was from Mississippi. Uh, Biloxi, is there a place called Uh Under the River or Below the River or something? Yeah, there's Biloxi. Natchez, Natchez. Natchez. Is that Mississippi? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natchez, Under the Hill, is is that it? Mm-hmm. I had a buddy in the service who was from Natchez, and he lived in Natchez under the hill or below the hill. Is that what it's called? Uh, I I don't know. I'm, I'm originally from Louisiana, but I've lived in Mississippi for three years now. But uh, Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, I had another buddy that was from St. Joseph, Louisiana. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and another buddy who was from Baton Rouge. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we were in service together. He was a photographer. Um, Jimmy Frisbee, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so I'm familiar with all those areas. Matter of fact, he dated a girl that was working in uh, at Bourbon Street. The first time I went to Bourbon Street, uh, he took me up there. That was quite an experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the southern states are uh, quite a different change of pace from <laughs> the northern states. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like it down there, you know. Um, we're, we're planning on going back to Kentucky. So, uh, it's so different out here in California now. It's just so rough and it's just so expensive and crowded. You can't go anywhere without sitting in traffic for 45 minutes to an hour. So, we're just going (laughs) to get the hell out of here and go home. Absolutely. Home is where the heart is. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, I think it was, uh, oh, what's his name that wrote all those uh, books? Why can't I remember his name? Uh, he wrote uh, Tom Sawyer. Uh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yeah, he he's what he said. I've never met a Kentuckian yet that wasn't on his way home. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, so what else? Yeah, what else do you have in mind there, Trey? I mean, what else can I tell you? Well, my last question is, and I know we just talked a little bit about it, but do you have any other pieces of advice for people who want to be an actor or who want to get in the industry? Yes, run away. 